Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, well, it's morning for me. I usually record these things uh, in the morning, usually driving, but the last week and a half have been a little bit different. Took some time off for work and able to record them indoors so there's no background driving noises or horn honking. Um, but we've been going over uh, encouragements and exhortations. And I just want to let you know, uh, my book, Encouragements and Exhortations, 100 Encouragements and Exhortations, is now actually available on Amazon. Uh, so if you search Mike Sternad at Amazon, uh, you can pick one up. They're only 7 bucks. I'm not trying to make money. I'm just trying to uh, break even so I can publish the next book. But, uh, but it's available on Amazon. So, But I want to keep going. We're on number 10 here. And... Uh, Number 10 is don't seek worldly affirmation from people. Seek the Lord for heavenly confirmation. Let me say that again. Don't seek worldly affirmation from people. Seek the Lord for heavenly confirmation. Don't live to get a pat on the back from man. Live to please the Lord, essentially. You know, people people are faulty and they will fail you. They'll fail me. You are faulty, you're going to fail other people. We all are. We're all imperfect human beings. So we need to abandon expectations from people and forget worldly affirmation. Instead, seek God daily for confirmation in what he has called you to do in each, uh, do with each season. And I believe this is the way God wants every believer to live. So many people spend so much time trying to please other people and they get so discouraged because that's an impossible task. You can please some people some of the time, but you can't please all people all the time. It's just impossible. I mean, think about Jesus. He was perfect. He did not sin. And yet people came against him. The religious leaders mocked him. They wanted to kill him, and they eventually did, according to God's will. But he was perfect, and yet he got mocked and criticized, beaten and crucified. But the beautiful thing about Jesus is he didn't live to please people. He lived to preach the truth to people, to heal people, to meet people in their time of need. Amazing, right? But he did not live please people. He lived to please God. That's why as you go through the four gospels, you see that, man, he he sought the Lord often. He went away to pray. He put his father first. And because of that, he was able to accomplish God's will, even in the midst of criticism, even in the midst of mocking, being made fun of, even in the midst of all of that, even in the midst of him being beaten and crucified, he was accomplishing God's will. Because he lived to please his father. And that is the example that we get to, don't have to, but that we get to follow. So don't live for worldly affirmation. You know, so, so many people just attempt to um, do anything that their boss says and please him and, you know, um, go to great lengths for their boss, and then their boss fires them. You know, just a hypothetical situation, but these things happen. Or two people in a relationship, and one 
sees the other as almost an idol. And then the other says, forget this, this is over. And then the one who put all the hope in that person, their expectations on that person, is crushed, is depressed, is down. Because they put their hope, they live to please that person rather than living to please God. And that's always a danger, to live to please people. Because we're not living for people. We're serving others, we're putting others first. right? We're loving God, loving others, loving our neighbor, but we live to please God. No matter what he calls us to do, no matter who he calls us to talk to, no matter what mission he has for us, we live to please the Lord. And you know, m- many people, many of us, like in our younger years, even maybe before Christ, just tried to make everyone happy. And sometimes we do and be like, yes, you know, you're, you're emotionally excited. And it's like, wow, this is great. You know, I've, I've, I've made that person happy because I did all the stuff for them. And then you try to make this person happy, but they're not happy. They criticize you or they're like, that's not good enough or whatever. And so you're constantly trying to go through this striving, motion of striving to where it's stressful and it is, leads to weariness and exhaustion because you're not living to please the Lord. You're living to please people. See, as we, as we live to um, enact God's will and live to please Him, like Paul said, I live to please Him, we live to please God. As we do that, then we're going to be able to bless other people. Will there be pushback for the way we're living? Of course, we're Christians. <laughs> we're believers. That's going to happen no matter what, right? But that doesn't matter. We're still going to take our marching orders, if you will, from the Lord, no matter what. And I think that's one of the ways we can get out of God's will is ceasing to please God and starting to please people because we start out pleasing God, but then we're like, well, yeah, you know, that person, this, this people, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do this for them. Or that, for them. And then all of a sudden we're far away from where God wants us because we stop listening to God and we start listening to others and we start to try to appease everyone. And that is not possible. That's not possible. Because we're going to disappoint people and people are going to disappoint us. That's why we don't heap expectations on people, but we do expect God to do great things because he will. He has and he will. He has, he is, and he will. Past, present, and future. Live to please him, guys. Live to please the Lord. Follow him. Um, If he says, do this, do that. Don't let, you know, man's needs or opinions usurp uh, the authority from you just following and obeying and seeking the Lord and listening to Him. Because we're not living for people. We're living for God, number one. And as God directs us and leads us and helps us to make those decisions, then we go out and we meet the people and are used in people's lives those who actually God calls us to. So, in other words, look up first, vertically. Like, look to the Lord first and go, God, 
What do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to talk to? Who do you want me to pray for? How do you want me to reach out? See, in that way, you're pleasing God, and in turn, you're blessing others, rather than trying to please people and disappointing everyone. You know, God is not disappointed in you. He loves you. And he wants to use your life greatly for his glory. He's not disappointed in you. He loves you. And so we live, you live, I live, we live to please God first. Amen? God bless you guys. Talk to you next time.